Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Christian, how are you, sir? It's James Lowe giving you a call for your radio interview. How are you? Oh, good, good. We oh, have, I was wondering, guys. We have got Christian Watson with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And if you want to uh, hear our previous interview that we just did with Niall Nickel, or if you came in late or you want to hear it again, go to our website, jiggyjagwire.com. But we have got our next guest joining us here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network, a uh, fantastic political commentator, national spokesperson for Color Us United, and the host of the Pensive Politics Podcast and the Christian Watson Channel on YouTube, Republican presidential candidate uh, recently wanted to raise the voting age to 25 or require civic duty stipulations for younger voters. And we wanted to bring in the fantastic Christian Watson to give us his thoughts on this whole thing. So Christian, in my opinion, uh, the reason that he's wanting to do this is because... Most people that are under the age of 25 usually vote Democrat and usually vote progressive. However, (laughs) uh, what do you think is going on with this wanting to raise the voting age to 25? Well, I think that more broadly, there is a significant problem of ignorance in our society. Yes. So Thomas Jefferson said that he would rather he would prefer a society with newspapers and not government, the government without newspapers. And even though Jefferson had a tiff oftentimes with the partisan press, what he was trying to say is that a society cannot exist in a civilized form if its members don't understand basic things about society and the world. And the problem is today's youth are being indoctrinated and sold a false bill of goods and lies about the nature of the American Republic, so much so that it in inevitably infects their politics and causes them to elect people who are anti-American and also do not have a proper idea of America. It doesn't matter really what you believe. In America, we have the freedom of conscience. It's one of the most sacred rights that any human being can have, the right to think and think without external influence. We have that. But it certainly matters if your beliefs are true or false. Do you form your beliefs on the grounds of sound argumentation, or do you do so on the grounds of platitudes and abstract ideas which don't correspond with reality? And the unfortunate truth is that many people, many youth, believe that America is an inherently racist nation, an inherently oppressive nation. Things that, regardless of your political ideology, don't match up to facts and don't match up to the moral axioms that America is founded upon. So it's very important to have a very good baseline of civic education if you're going to participate in the process that uh, involves voting, because voting is simply an attempt to ensure that the government keeps going, that the political process keeps going. But if you are ignorant of the principles that the process is built upon, how can you make an informed decision about the process? It's contradictory. You can't. So I think this is a long time coming. Both conservative and um, progressive young people need to understand 
basics about our country. They need to be able to identify very basic ideas about our country. And if they cannot do that, I'm not sure they have earned the privilege, not the right, but the privilege to participate in the system. That is awesome. We have got a fantastic guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big broadcast. And uh, you can get more information. Pensive Politics with Mr. Watson is available on Apple Podcasts as well as uh, many other great podcasting apps. Go check it out today. So what what have you heard as far as the, the, the feedback from folks regarding this potential uh, raising of the voting age? Well, a lot of people are, are out that I've seen. Actually, I've seen a mix. Some people are upset. Other people support it. But I have seen a lot of folks, a lot of younger folks, pretty upset saying that the Vivek wants to – this is their argument – that Vivek wants to disenfranchise them and that you know they shouldn't have to do all of this, da, 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 and that this is oppressive. Um, but it's none, it's none of those things. It's actually the, the consequence of living in a republic. We don't live in a democracy. In democracies, there is this idea that you have a right to participate in the process and to dictate how other people's lives are. But a republic is an ordered system of governance. And in that ordered system of governance, the, literally the, 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 the goal of the mechanism of a republic is to filter out the passions of the majority and in doing so safeguard the rights of the minority which democracy has no safeguard for. But so many Americans, young and old, are sold this lie that America is a democracy, and therefore democratic processes should be open to all. We're not. We're a republic. And the, uh, the protection of individual rights requires a restrained system of government that treats certain things like voting as a privilege and also adds those privileges requirements to understand why you are using those privileges in the first place. So people who are in the wrong frame of mind, they will immediately have this knee-jerk reaction and they will react from the point of emotion. But people who understand the requirements of a republic and who appreciate those things, they should most likely be in support of this measure. We've got a great guest with us today. Christian Watson is with us. He is a political commentator, national spokesperson for Color Us United, and also a podcast host. And uh, he also has uh, some YouTube activity as well. And we will talk about those as we go here with Mr. Watson. So um, tell me a little bit about Color Us United. You're a national spokesperson for this organization. Tell us a bit about it. Well, it's a 501c3 group, and the goal is just to promote the ideas of a colorblind society. We don't, we don't particularly take a specific political or uh, you know political stance. We simply believe that all Americans are united by virtue of us being uh, in America, by virtue of us being our individual selves, as opposed to being divided by races and classes like the left would have us be. That is awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Christian Watson is with us. He's a political commentator and national spokesperson for Color Us United. He has appeared on Newsmax TV, Bold TV, BBC Radio London, and many more stations of note. He has been all over the place, and uh, he has been featured and appeared all across the digital spectrum, including USA Today, Washington Examiner, Washington Times, as well as many other spots. So, Christian, talk to us a little bit about some of the feedback that you get on your your videos and your podcasts and 
everywhere else, and then we'll talk a little bit more about all that. Well, um, the videos get uh, get more feed, more feedback than my podcast, more than all honesty, it's more viewed. But my videos, they get a decent amount of feedback. I mean, I, I get a lot of people who are nasty and mean, but I also get a lot of people who are actually uh, very, they seem to be enlightened by what I'm saying. And, you know, I'm not here tooting my own horn. I'm just saying that with my content, I'm trying to start a movement. I'm trying to start a movement of people, a revolution of the mind, so to speak, of people who want to consider things in a very delicate, pensive fashion, in a very rational fashion, not people who want to get sucked up by the emotional currents of our contemporary age. The problem with so many people in politics today is that they don't actually give enough thought to their positions. They simply assume a lot of things and then work those assumptions something into their conclusions. And by doing so, they're doing circular reasoning, which gets them nowhere. It gets our country nowhere. It's one of the reasons why our country, our cultural conversation has gone nowhere. I'll give you a material example of this unfortunate fact. If you notice the fact that when it comes to the transgender issue, a lot of people say that companies doing certain things are erasing women, um, and that's a bad thing. And I agree, by the way, it is a bad thing to erase women. That's not a good thing whatsoever. It's actually pretty pitiful. But that is simply identifying the problem and not understanding why the problem arose in the first place. That's what I think we need more of in this country. We need people who actually try to understand the mechanics of individual problems in the culture war, as opposed to touting off the talking points of their favorite talking heads. And on my channel, I try a different formula. I don't sit there and say the top 10 talking points that you've heard on TV or whatever. I try to give people fruit, fruit that they can take and and then get nourishment from. And I also hope that my audience gives me fruit in the form of feedback and critique because that helps me grow and get better. That is fantastic. We have got Christian Watson with us today. He's a political commentator. He is a podcast host of the Pensive Politics Show. He's also uh, got a fantastic YouTube page, Christian Watson, and uh, he has got a lot of of content going on over there on YouTube. So uh, just browsing through some of your videos before the show. Uh, first of all, I love your thumbnails. Uh, you have some in, in incredible stuff. Do you make that stuff yourself or is that, or do you farm that out to somebody? Oh no, I have a, I have a, a very generous friend who, who manages to help me with this. This is a, this channel is, perhaps a three-person operation. I've got an advisor, I've got a friend who does the graphic stuff, and I got me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So uh, with with some of your some of your videos, uh, talk to us about some of the some of the different videos that you have on YouTube and and just give us give, give us some plugs here, baby. <laughs> uh well I, I have a lot I have a lot of different videos. I have some videos on Vivek and why I think he's a pretty compelling candidate. I have some videos on um, some various cultural issues, um, such as you know the fact that we have um, a we have a, a culture uh, that, that is feeding lies to a lot of people in regards to dating and relationships. I have a few videos on that. I've got a lot of videos on sort of really whatever topic I talk about. I manage to tie it into broader philosophy, whatever topic I talk about. Um, and so you may see a topic on the channel, but you should rest assured 
the video will go way beyond that topic. <laughs> I will not just stick to that topic. I will tie it into a broader principle, a broader idea. I think one of the best videos I've, I've done recently, actually, you know, I have a video coming out with another YouTuber called Aiden Paladin. And that video is coming out very soon this week. And that video is actually on leftism, on why leftism is inherently collectivistic and totalitarian. So Aiden Paladin is a social scientist. I'm a philosophy person. And we combine our talents to analyze why collectivism is inherently totalitarian. I'm very excited for that video. That is awesome. It is a fantastic guest with us today. Christian Watson is with us. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Pensive Politics with Mr. Watson is his podcast. Talk to us about the podcast. Oh, I think, again, so basically the YouTube channel in the podcast have become interchangeable at this point. But I started that podcast, very interestingly, in the dorm room of my college, in my college dorm room in my junior year. I started that podcast. And at first, things were going slow. Um, then things began to go exponential. I met, I've talked to some wonderful people. I've talked to the great Scott Bale, Sebastian Gorka, Marion Williamson. I've uh, talked to Joshua Wong, who was a nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize and for his um, stuff in the Hong Kong uh, pushback against Chinese tyranny. He's currently in prison right now. I hope that he is doing well. My thoughts are always with him. Um, I've, I've, had, I've had some amazing conversations on this podcast. And I think that it is a – really, you look at it, it is so distinguished from anything else you're going to find or see um, in the political commentary world. It is so distinguished. So I, I think that's pretty uh, – that's what kept me going because there are 10,000 people doing this. But very few people are actually willing to ask the question, ask the why. They'll say what the what is, but the why, mm -mm, we, don't, we don't talk about that very much. I try to get the why, the what, the when, and the how do we fix it all in one compressed audio piece or video piece in this case. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Pensive Politics with Mr. Watson is uh, Christian's incredible podcast. And you can get more information on any of the various uh, Apple podcasts or anywhere that you get podcasts, you can get Pensive Politics with Mr. Watson. So how in the world did you end up getting Scott Bayo? <laughs> tell me tell me this story. <laughs> persistence. No, persistence, really. Uh, I, so I had used Twitter. I didn't have many followers back then. Yeah. And I had been a fan of Scott Bayo since I was really young. I had watched a lot of his TV movies on the Lifetime channel. He did a movie actually with Raymond Burr, um, Perry Mason, The Case of the Fiddle Fashion. I will never forget it. One of the best Perry Mason movies out there. Raymond Burr is actually one of my favorite actors, too. Um, the late Raymond Burr, may God rest his soul. Um, and so I saw that. And that was my first exposure to him. And then, of course, he did a, a show on Nickelodeon called See Data Run. Wonderful show. Uh, also great. And, of course, the, um, the old generation remembers Tachi and Charles in charge, all of that. And it was happy days, all that stuff. I've gone back and watched a few reruns of that. And that's, that's good stuff. Very wholesome stuff. Very family-oriented stuff. You don't see a lot of that on TV these days. So I had taken all this, and I had just constantly said, Scott, I want, to, I want you on my show. I want you on my show. I want you on my, on my show. I messaged him. I want you on my show. And he said, okay. Uh, I, after about almost a year, 
of constantly pushing and prodding and showing up in the comments. And after almost a year, he said, okay. And so he went on the show and we had about an hour long conversation about everything about Trump, about, uh, about culture, about faith, about family, about, you know, how to be, what it means being a conservative in the entertainment industry these days. It was again, one of the best conversations I think I've had in any of the content I have made. I encourage folks to go back and watch it. Type in Scott Bale, Kristen Watson, it'll pop right up on YouTube or on any other podcast services. And, and uh, really, and I'm grateful that someone like Scott Bale would give someone like me a smaller platform the time of day. That, that's, very, that's very heartening to me. So, yeah. We have got a great guest with us today, the fantastic Christian Watson is with us today. Pensive Politics with Mr. Watson is the podcast from uh, Christian, and he joins us this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network, and uh, you can get more information, buildgrowandenjoy.com. So, Christian, uh, talk to us a little bit about the upcoming uh, presidential situation on the republican side uh what 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 now that there are starting to be more and more people uh file to run what 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 do you think of the republican side of the coin for the presidential election next year well uh, the question i have i'm not entirely sure exactly what a lot of people are thinking or why people are doing um, I don't know. For example, Tim Scott announced that he was going to run. Yeah, I think Tim Scott's a very nice man. I think that he has a very kind demeanor to him. Having said that, kindness is not going to win us the things we need to win in this world. Yeah. You have a a, mar- a marauder in Russia that is plotting the demise of America. We've got China, which is becoming stronger and stronger every day. We've got an internal uh, enemy group. Uh, the, the, the radical leftists who have infiltrated our institutions, our culture, and are poisoning the minds of the youth, and also trying to poison the minds of adults under the false name of benevolence, when in reality their actions are malevolent. We've got uh, a group of people uh, who are very influential in our country, uh, who are in, who occupy different levels of power, uh, and who manage to control a government, the managerial state as it's so called, as opposed to the Congress controlling our government. We have so many threats to face. And if you're simply going to give us the same weak political platitudes that you've been getting for the past 50-plus years, for the past 40-plus years, then you are by definition, by default, not qualified to be president. We need someone who's not going to reform but also will abolish a lot of what we see in our government today. That's why I think the vague 2024 is the only natural conclusion for someone who truly wants to see America restored to its full potential. And we want to see an America that is bound by the Constitution of the United States, not the Constitution of the bureaucrats and the managerial state in Washington. Uh, so that's my perspective. I think that a lot of people who have announced right now, with the exception of a vague and maybe Donald Trump, are more of the same. We have got a great guest with us today, uh, the host of Pensive Politics with Mr. Watson, Christian Watson. With us today, this week, here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Well, before we let you go, Christian, how do we uh, get your podcasts and YouTube videos and, and everything that you've got out there, my friend? You just search Pensive Politics on YouTube or wherever, or whatever podcast program you use, but YouTube is preferable, and they'll come, you'll show up right to me. And I appreciate your 
hospitality and willingness to have me on today, and I hope that I come back one day. Definitely. I, I would love to have you in the mix, my friend, because you are fantastic, and I would love to do this again uh, and do this on a regular basis if possible. Uh, thanks, thanks for making some time for us today. I will talk to you soon, and have yourself a blessed afternoon, my friend. Appreciate it. You too. Have a nice day. Thank you, my man. There he goes. The fantastic Mr. Watson. Here on our big program. That is this week. That wraps it up for this week's edition of Build, Grow, and Enjoy. We'll see you next time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.